remember what I said earlier. Let's not let's not um uh let's remember what this award is. It is celebrating excellence in football. You have a man called Ellen Haaland who did not have the chance <laughs> to play in the World Cup. Like it's so like I I, I feel Messi fans are wicked. <laughs> no, no, Messi fans are wicked. Like you people are very wicked. And yes, I'm saying this for the world to hear because you guys are whenever you people are arguing about this World Cup, you don't even like you don't even like consider that the person you are arguing with was not even in this competition. I am I am sure if Haaland was in the World Cup, at least you'll have had three to four goals registered to his name. Hello listeners, wherever you're listening to this podcast from, welcome to the 90 plus 5 podcast. I remain your host, Tunji, and I'm here with my co-host, Mikus. Yeah, hello guys, welcome back to the podcast. All right, welcome back to the 90 plus 5 podcast, your extra time for all things football. All right, so... On today's episode, we would be discussing about the Ballon d'Or. I think the Ballon d'Or, um, <laughs> every football fan should know about this particular award because as it stands, it's the biggest award in the world of football. And recently, the um, um, nominees for the Ballon d'Or 2023 were just released so um we would be doing our due diligence by going through this list um seeing okay which players were were snubbed which players we think truly deserve the award and uh, basically our predictions for the award so that's basically what this episode is going to encapsulate. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Mikus. Um, I do even though I've gone through this nominees, this list. Looking at the list for the first time, yeah. What was your initial um, thoughts? Like, what came to your mind? Um, looking at the list at the first time, I was like, okay. There are a lot of players on this list that people want on this list and, and and i think that's a clear reflection now whether or not they deserve to be on the list we'll get into that very shortly but the list is properly created to suit the needs of the fans so every football fan will come to this list and see at least one person or at least three people that okay i want to be on this list and so to that you have to give it to them that was um it was properly done properly done in that aspect all right all right yeah um i think <laughs> let me just throw this question at you and um let me get your thoughts and you know did you do you think any player was snubbed from this particular ballon d'or list and if you think any player was snubbed, can I just um, 
know who you think that player is. Yeah, um, so in terms of players that were snubbed, I, I think I'll put it there are a lot of players. Now, b- before I even answer that question properly, eh, we want to know on what basis that isn't to judge Fernando. Because we have heard um, in the past that um, journalists, actual journalists, then um, captains of teams, I don't know if they are captains of um, national teams still vote for whether journalists, especially high-rated journalists, create this list and they put it there. So, obviously, as far human beings are evolved, there's bound to be bias, there's bound to be error. And so, we don't know the parameters they were looking at. But this is the 20-man shortlist. Now, was these are the top 20 players in the world, if if I'm getting that correct. And among all mm. these players, you have a goalkeeper that was literally the best keeper in Europe last season. In terms of the mm. metric of clean sheets, again, I will say it again, mm. in terms of clean sheets, you can even say performance. The best okay. player in the okay. league in the person of Mark okay. Andre Testegen. And somehow, he's not there. Well, that's, that's funny. You have another player in Marcus Rashford that was literally the, one of the best players in the Premier League. And in fact, in Europe, he's not there. That's Those <clears> are the two players that, I mean, is a head scratcher for me. I mean, if I say De Jong now, people want to scream and shout. So I will leave that one out. I will leave him out there. But these are the two players that, I'm thinking like, nah, maybe their, their names can be inside the list. Maybe their names can be inside that list. Oh, all right. Yeah, so for Mikus, yeah, for you, you feel um, Chesterkin was snubbed, Ashford was snubbed. Yeah, for me, I think the Chesterkin zone is kind of valid. Given that he was the MVP um, in the La Liga last season and Barcelona won the league and so on and so forth. But, but Rashford, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's tricky, yeah. It's tricky when it comes to Rashford because one could say when we have players like Mohamed Salah on this list, when we have players like. Uh, um, I don't know. We have players like Griezmann on this list. Why can't we have um, Rashford? But I think one thing, this Ballon d'Or, uh, like like we said earlier, we don't really know what metrics they use to judge these things and what they used to like come up with this list. But I think one thing I I, I know about this 2023 nominations is. First off, they look at um, the World Cup, yes. your performance in the World Cup, and they look at okay your the league, your performance in the league, your performance in the um, in the Champions League as well. The Europa. So I think those things, yeah, and Europa and Europa, but Europa does not really hold too much significance yeah on this on the Ballon d'Or nominations. 
like that because I don't think any Sevilla player was nominated here. Bon- Bono yeah. was no- nominated so, there. But it, again, it, he had it, the, world, nah. the World Cup um, behind him, being that it was the okay. keeper from Morocco. So you're actually right. Maybe oh, okay, it was the World okay, Cup okay. more than the Europa. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, 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 that's another, that's another factor that we should, we can, that another point of view, can look at things from here. Yeah? So, still on this Rashford's matter here, yeah, I also, and I think they used to look at this, they used to enjoy this word, um, Ballon d'Or stuff is, I think, cause, I don't want to say consistency, but I, I think it, it has to be a part of it because, they try to look at you that okay in the past maybe one or two seasons has this person been consistent and all i just i just feel that might be one of the, the what they like the, the criteria and things they're looking out for and all it might not be actually so this last kind of feel free to come to your judgment i'm not speaking based on facts i'm actually speculating right now yeah and uh for me um i think this list was perfect. I, I won't say there's any player I had I have in mind that was snubbed. No, not that I can think of right now that, that was snubbed, yeah. But this takes me to uh, somewhere else. I think I, I would love to know your thoughts on this. Now, I've seen players like Karim Benzema, same players like Bono. Um, right now, they are Saudi in the Saudi Pro League. Do you think they can make it to the Ballon d'Or nominations uh, next season? Even if it's not this particular two players, but like um, players who are outstanding in the Saudi Pro League. And the reason why I am saying this is because... Um, I believe the Ballon d'Or should be a ceremony, an award um, ceremony here that crowns or celebrates um, excellence in football around the world. Like, yeah, true. If a player is performing in Saudi Arabia, pulling in the numbers, like, just, it's amazing there. I believe she or she self should be celebrated you get me so but like I, I really don't know and i still feel there is this stereotype i'm not trying to push any propaganda here but like i feel there's this stereotype that you know, players that are not out from that are not in europe cannot really be nominated one could say okay maybe the, the quality of football is higher in in europe but that that's what takes me back to saudi arabia because when one sees the amount of investment these guys are making to increase the quality of football, the quality of players in the league and everything, I just I just want to know what your thoughts are. Do you do you see a Saudi Arabian player or Saudi Arabian players being nominated for the Ballon d'Or? Let's not even talk about winning yet. Let's just <laughs> talk about nominations. Yeah. Yeah, so like you that that makes sense because if the Ballon d'Or is um, the best player, um, basically that is an award for the best player in the in the world. 
then he has to take note of all the top flight leagues. The reason why I'm saying top flight is because there are a lot of leagues that people haven't heard about. And let's be honest, if not for Ronaldo's transfer last um, last season, last year actually, um, we'll not have heard about the Saudi league. Also, since um, the spotlight has been shown there, you expect that people will tune in more. Now, that being said, uh, I doubt if this will repeat itself next um, mm. season. Now, I'm not saying mm. Saudi the Saudi Pro League has a lesser quality because literally, I think Neymar said it this week. He said Saudi Pro League has a higher quality than the Ligan. And I actually concur because unlike Ligan, the Monopoly in Ligan is just PSG. They have the best players, they have the yeah. best academies, they are the most funded. At least for the yeah. Saudis, for all their spending, the spending is spread evenly between three to five teams. And so, at least you know there are three to five good teams there. But that's by the way. Yeah. I don't think they are going to nominate because people still want to look out for the best players in the top five. And so that bias will still remain. Yeah. Now, I, for me, I feel like it should not be like that. Like you said, this is the these uh, are the best players in the world. But the sentiment you ask is this, and what people will counter will go, and people that want to counter will tell you this. Who are these play, who are these people playing against? Who is Benzema playing against the Saudi Pro League? How is the quality of football? Yeah. Is it as good as so should I be judging Benzema who is going to probably score like 20, 25 goals? I should judge him higher than someone like um Osimhen that will score that 20 or 25 goals in a real top 5 league, a competitive league. And so, okay. all those questions now, I feel like it comes into play directly and directly. So, you can see that yeah. sentiment there. So, I don't think this will repeat itself next list. Should it repeat, should it repeat itself in my opinion? I think it, it should because it's part of world football. But let's just see what happens. All right. All right, there, there you have it. Um, um, I would love to share this again. Uh, say this that our, the opinions expressed here, our personal opinions, and um, if you don't agree with us, you can just feel free to come to your own judgment and follow up the conversations using hashtag the 90 plus five podcast. Thank you very much for that. All right. Yeah, let let's let's go to um let's let's still talk about this Ballon d'Or and even dive further. Yeah, um, I'm seeing players like Josh Joshko Vadio. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm seeing players like Kolomwani. I'm seeing players like um Nicola Barella. I'm seeing players like. Griezmann, I'm seeing players like Lotharo Martinez. Uh, I'm seeing players like, um, okay, seeing players like Luka Modric. No, 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 no offense taking place. No, please, 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 no offense. But these players I mentioned, I don't know if you need me to mention them again, but like, no, no, I, I heard you, I heard you. I, I don't know. I personally feel. Well, they shouldn't be on this list because, you know, as much as 
key. Some of them performed, but like, I don't know, like, I actually, is this award losing its value? Is it losing its touch? Because I don't know what these guys are doing yet. In the year under review, these guys were not really the best. Like, Nate, Guardio, excellent player, good player, but like, what has what he did some he do? major flaws? What exactly yeah, did he, he do? Yeah, he has some major flaws. One and what exactly did he do? He 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 proved personally fine. I won't say he was the one who single-handedly took Croatia to um, the World Cup and win third place there. I, I think it's more of a collective effort um, from the Croatian national team. So, yeah. what did he do? Like, even like I can I can call out a player like Bernardo Silva and mention what he did, like his impact in the team. I can call out a player like Kavarish Kelia, yeah, and say what he did. I can call out a player like Emiliano Martinez and say what he did. I can call out a player like uh Elin Haaland and say what he did, yeah, but like what what did these guys really do in the year under review? So that that just what baffles me, yeah. Yeah. Kolomani, the only thing, like in the past one year, that I know that Kolomani did. <laughs> Please, <laughs> I I have not. I don't mean to offend anybody with this podcast, yeah. But if you're offended, that's your business, yeah. But Kolomani, uh, the only thing that he did was uh that shot that he missed yeah that save martinez made in the world cup final that was the only thing that i know he did and since then there have been a lot of transfer rumors for okay kolomwani now he's at psg fine fine blah 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 but it still doesn't validate any reason why he should be one of the best players in the world. Like, this Ballon d'Or nominees I'm seeing right now, they're trying to tell me that this number of players are the best players in the world right now. Like, in the whole wide world, they are the best footballers right now. And you are giving me Kulumwani. <laughs> Man, please, I don't understand. Yeah. Okay, Nicola Barella, he was amazing. He, he was a good player. He got, he was part of a team that got to the finals. But I don't know. Can you tell me what he did? I think you, you like you following Pabilar or something. I don't know. Yeah. Can you tell me more about this? I I know him. I know him as a player. But what has he done? I should. <laughs> I, I like I said, like the Bolondo should be. And like the best or the best, like there should be no iotak of of doubt. Exactly. When we see play on this list, that's just the pro- that's just my point. When we see Kevin De Bruyne, you can't really doubt what um you can't say Kevin De Bruyne did not perform or what did he do. Like it's glaring, it's it's out there for everybody to see. Okay, you can see a player like Martin Odegaard improves drastically. 
like he was like he was part of the, he was a major factor in Arsenal finishing second position. He was he really really improved. He he sure it was amazing last season. Yeah, yeah. That is that is excellence. Yeah. All right, we can see Vinicius Junior on this list. We can see the Wanduski, but okay, Griezmann. I think uh, Griezmann is actually kind of understandable here, but I don't know. I don't know if it should actually have been here. But let me hear from you. I think I've been talking too much. What do you think? Yeah. So <laughs> this is where it's going to get crazy now, because like I said. In terms of appeasing the fans, I mean, these people did a wonderful job. But in terms of choosing the best players over the last um, 12 months, this this list has a lot of flaws. Because number one, you mentioned Gravio. Um, please, eh? the only the highlight of this guy's season last year was Messi taking him by the byline and putting him in hmm. as, I mean, that was it. Let's be honest, that mm. was it. And the only reason why he's here is because, like you said, he has improved, he was a good defender, and because of the price tag he went with. So I can actually take him out and put another def- and put another defender there. There are a lot of names. Okay, you want to call about um who performed in the World Cup. Maybe you want to put Romero's oh. name Romero's name there. Maybe you want to put Arao's name there. Or Kunde's name there. Oh. Because at this point now, if you are just putting players because of, if you are just putting good players, then any, any of these players I've called were actually good losses. And so it really, yeah. it really makes no sense. Now you talked about Kolumani. Um, interestingly, he had a good season in uh, Frankfurt last year. He had in 32 games, he started 31. So obviously he was a key part yeah. there. He had 15 okay. goals. And 11 assists, which is good. Okay. All right. That's good. But what happened to okay. Matileni that was a key component in driving Arsenal to almost winning the title? Fran- by the Frankfurt finished 7 2. They finished 7 okay. This is no spite to Kolumani. This is no spite to Frankfurt. But it begs the question why, he's, why is he here in the first place? Because he has done. He has not done something significant to be recognized like this, and so you can remove him and put Martinelli, and I'll make a good argument and say that one of the reasons why Arsenal were in the running in the EPL was because of Martinelli. Okay, who is the next player? Yeah. You are talking yeah. about um, Barella. Now, like you said, Barella's one yeah. is a bit understandable because um, they got to a Champions League final, was good there. So. I don't think I'll touch Barella Passi. I think it makes sense. It makes sense. For Griezmann's own, I think it's more of the improvements that Atletico made. Because if you look at it, in the second half of the season, Griezmann was the best player in La Liga. Aside yeah. from Testegui, he was the best player in La Liga. And so, yeah. I mean, you just have to leave it there. It makes sense there. I think the other name I want to question, uh, will be Luka Modric. Because like we said, <laughs> was he actually one of the best players? Like, among every other person, was he better than everyone else in his position in the last um, 12 months? 
because him being there oh it's kind of funny now i'm not saying luka modric was shit last season don't get me wrong but does he deserve to be in the top 20 that's the question i'll ask a notable player i'm i'm not seeing here is john stones always integral <laughs> in the way pep played last season yeah yeah so like i could go on and on and question some of the decision jude bellingham please i'm sorry jude bellingham what did you do last season the critics will come he, out now and say right. he Wait, was he, driving he, yeah, he, 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 yeah, it was the major driving major force, driving to, force Dortmund, to Dortmund, almost, almost winning, almost winning. Yeah, okay. yeah. So at least you can yeah. defend him and say okay. Um, and it was the it was the MVP for um, Bundesliga for Bundesliga. So I mean that one yeah. is justifiable, yeah. right? Yeah. If yeah. if that is the logic they are using, then like I asked, why is Testegen not on this list? So is <laughs> like I said there. Uh, once you have human beings um, involved in picking something, eh, there's always going to be bias. It's impossible for this Ballon d'Or not to be really good over the years or like really good later on because it's always going to have questionable names like this, like Gravior, like Kolumani. It's always going to be based on, like it's always going to be like a popularity contest rather than rewarding good players. And the more right. that keeps happening, the more people just lose taste in it. And at this point now, I really don't care. I really don't care who wins this shit or not because it's just a clown show. It's just a joke. Oh, <laughs> All right. Yeah, before I ask you for um, who you think is going to win, I think that's obvious already. But before I ask you how to... Us to um, take a look at the Copa Trophy. So the Copa Trophy is like um, the best young player um, trophy or the best young player award rather. Then we have Hoyland, we have Musiala, we have Baudin, we have Pedri, Bellingham, Antonio Silva, Kamavinga, Javi Simons, Gavi and Ewey yeah. I think the, the criteria for this is um, um, the best young player younger than the age of 21. So I think, to be fair, I don't think any player is missing out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think any player is missing out here, to be fair. But <laughs> who do you think deserves to take this home? Okay, if, if looking at all these players, the question you ask yourself is this. Now. They were all exceptional. I mean, for young players like this to be starting in that team is, is next level. But who, do, who yeah. had the most impact in that team last season? You cannot put it past Alejandro Baudi. Because now, now everyone at this point now is trying, they are screaming and shouting like, ah, what happened to Bellingham? And now l- l- let me explain something to you. Hmm? Jude Bellingham was already a mainstay in an overwhelming Dortmund score. Let's not make bones about it. Dortmund scored the shit. Bellingham has been miles ahead of these guys since this day one. And so, like, he just did what was expected, which is fine, which is um, something you can applaud. But Alejandro Bade literally started last season as a Team B player. Dethroning Jordi Alba, who has literally been one of Barcelona's um, 
best left back, like I mean, over the past seven years. And playing that position to perfection. I mean, performances against Real Madrid, performances against top teams. And I mean that 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 is something that you can't put past him. Like he literally became a starter. So that's in my own opinion, he deserves that trophy. Now I understand sentiments if Bellingham gets it, which for me, I don't think he deserves it, but I understand it. You can also look at Musiala. He literally <laughs> won them the um the trophy Bundesliga. So any of these three players, if they get it, I feel like it will okay. But for me, I feel like Alejandro Baudi deserves it more. All right. All right. So I think I I get it. I get your point for the for the Baudi stuff, yeah. About the winning, but I do not agree with you on that. <laughs> Why? Why? Because you have to um, look at some of the, how uh, should I say, precedents. So that last season, yeah, yep. You have a Dortmund team that is that was underwhelming, like you said. They were not really the best of the best. Then, mind you, they just lost Erling Haaland, the highest goal scorer in the team. He was the goal machine. He was where the, everything was going to come from. So, the team, they needed a figure. They needed somebody to step up at that point in time. They lost Erling Haaland, I think, okay, they lost Sancho the season before that, yeah. But yeah, so they needed a figure, they needed somebody to just step up and do something, just do something for us and just give us that push. And a 19 year old guy to, yeah, for a 19 year old guy to be able to like take up, fill, fill in those big shoes of Haaland. So yeah. for someone that's not even a striker, to like actually give them that push and take them to one of their best ever finish in I think in the past 10 years. I think it is really, really commendable. And to now crown it up and be the most valuable player in that particular league at the age of 19, I think you don't see that every day. Yeah, true. I think you don't see that every day. And I, I think for that singular fact, <laughs> deserves this award if Baudi was as good as you said yeah. I'm not doubting his abilities but he should have been the best player in Lanika then <laughs> that, he would have had that, that this conversation would have been different yeah 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 true yeah this co- conversation would have been different yeah but I think with with this yeah just I think Burnley I'm going to win it yeah yeah fair, fair enough fair enough any other thing that happens might be more like a robbery yeah, <laughs> but I think Gavi Gavi won it the last time, yeah. and I think he's still nominated in that. For yeah, <laughs> well, do you know I just just I'm sorry to digress, but like I saw a tweet here, and the person was like, um, Gavi and Pedri, the only reasons why you got the only reasons why. They uh, talked about this much. It's not because they have so much class. It's just because of Barcelona. We're not. Uh, they, you were not able to afford 
good midfielders. Um, I think it was 2021 after the pandemic, yeah, and yeah. these guys broke into the team. That if Barcelona was actually up to the standard they were 2010, 2009, these guys cannot even be in the big team. So, I think to an extent that is actually correct because these guys are still developing, they are still forming, and but the way Barcelona fans hype them up and just make them seem like something they are not sometimes sometimes can be really funny but what do you think about Gavi and Pedri like based on the tweets from that particular user yeah um, he, he has um, the right um, so like yes fine if we had money hmm, we we'll have gone out for other midfield talents now we do not know that Pedro and Gavi had this nobody knew it and as opportunity presented himself we were not able to get one out of them. I remember that um, season um, Koma yeah. decided to try Pedro in the midfield and he tried him and it worked so it's, it's funny people saying that oh because yes because we could not afford other we tried this player and it worked now, however, they go to the spotlight. They're in the spotlight right now. <clears throat> and you cannot argue eh, that these guys are one of the best in that position. Uh, now, take it for me. All I'll say is this. Eh? All I'll say is this. Put Pedri in your team. Put Pedri in your team. That's oh. all. Put Pedri in your team. Put Gavi in your team. You know what it takes for so-called youngsters who don't know anything who are not good footballers in quotes for them to be be played in um i mean what you call it for them to be played in barcelona in their club team and also in the national team okay for gavi you oh. can say maybe he was from la masia pedro was not from la masia he was from las palmas they bought him for like less than five million they had no yeah. reason to play but yeah. he proved that was so like if I don't need to convince people of these people's quality. I think any football fan who has watched football um, for the past like one month, I'm not even going to say five years, for the past one month, I know that these guys are quality. But again, this is just my opinion and um, everyone is open to theirs. So, I mean, yeah, I start football. All right. So before we just move on to the next like uh, topic for discussion, who do you think is winning the band door? Like, I just want to hear it again. Um, who is going to win it? Messi is going to win it. Yeah, Messi is going to win it because, like you said, he set up properly for him to win. Do I think he should win it? I think I asked the wrong question. <laughs> who do I want to win? Who deserves to win it? Uh, who deserves to win? Who it? deserves to win? It? Who deserves to win it? This go to. Wait, let me just let me just give this rant in like one minute. Yeah. Now, eh, it's between Messi and Haaland. Everyone knows it's between Messi and Haaland. Eh? Now, Haaland has has. Um, score this so 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 and so goes he has the um, um, treble okay good and fine good and fine but people make it seem as if you know, like there's an argument for Alan eh? and the argument against Messi is that oh that is only the World Cup the question I'll ask people is this eh? remove Messi's name from that team remove Messi's name for that team eh? for the season he had and give any other player that season give Griezmann that season the amount of goals, the amount of assists, performance in World Cup, performance in Ligue 1, give any other player that 
improve um, that um, season. And I promise you, they will be touted as Balondo winner because he has such an amazing season. Now, again, if they give um, Haaland this thing, I won't be angry because, again, like I said, I really don't care at this point. But if they give Messi, I don't think it would be a robbery. So I'll just, I'll leave it like that. I'll leave it as that. I'll leave it as that. Yeah. So I think me too, I'll have to do my one minute round. <laughs> yeah. I feel, I think I've said it on this podcast before and I'll say it again. Who deserves to win this award? To me, it's Ellen Haaland. Why? Messi had a, he had a great World Cup campaign. Amazing, like it was, it was perfect. Like it was just like the script right, the script writer, script writers say it was, it was scripted. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but that's to show how good, good it was. It was yeah, a movie. I said it was scripted. It was, it was a movie. But remember what I said earlier. Let's not. Let's not. Um, uh, let's remember what this award is. It is celebrating excellence in football. You have a man called Ellen Haaland who did not have the chance <laughs> to play in the World Cup. Like it's so, like I, I I feel Messi fans are wicked. <laughs> no no, Messi fans are wicked. Like you people are very wicked and. Yes, I'm saying this for the world to hear because you guys are. Whenever you people are arguing about this World Cup, you don't even like. You don't even like consider that the person you are arguing with was not even in this competition. I am. I am sure if Haaland was in the World Cup, at least you'll have had three to four goals registered to his name. Even if the Norway does not go too far, but he would have done something that. The world knew that Haaland was in the World Cup. But this guy was not given the chance. I could I can imagine what was going through his head. He wanted to play the World Cup. Um, he was not able to. I know you must have seen some videos of him. He was even driving the I think Loma. He was clearing up, doing some menial chores in the training camp, <laughs> playing grass, yeah. doing some things because he was bored. He wants to play football. So this guy told himself that see. I was not able to play play the World Cup. What can I do? What can I do to make myself like a name? And he went ahead to win a treble. <laughs> the Champions League, the Premier League, and the domestic cup. Yeah. I think I think that's that's enough. Plus he, he was the highest goal scorer in the Premier League. He broke the Premier League record. He's the highest goal scorer right now in the world. Like, what more do you want from someone who did not play the World Cup? So, are you trying to tell me that? No, this I think this is where I'm going to end this argument. Are you trying to tell me that if a player is has been excellent, has a clean record? but did not play the World Cup. He has no chance of winning the Ballon d'Or. If that's what you people are telling me, that's what Messi fans are telling me today, then I know that you people are just very, very, very inconsiderate. Can I say something? And you're a very, very inconsiderate set of people. Yeah. And I'm, I'm 
publicly dragging me fans on this podcast. I don't care what happens. Ah. But that's just what you guys are trying to tell me. And, well, well, you just know that in this life, in this life here, this life is only circles. I don't know the time too. Messi too was like this. His international team was not so good. I know one day, Alan, no, we will be very good at. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. But like, I just feel I didn't reach the. I think I'm done with my rant. Haaland deserves to win this thing. He won that treble. He proves to the world that he is the best player in the world. Messi, after the World Cup, zoned out. I don't know who does that. But world zoned out. Then at the end of the day, went to have fun in Inter Miami. Well, what what we just end with this is. Uh, is apart from this, I, I said this on Twitter. I said Messi fans actually don't really need this banner though because the World Cup was enough for us. Let me just put us there. Eh? But the fact that people are ranting against him winning it, eh, is just like our favorite pastime to tell you why you should win it. And I promise you, I'm a Holland fan. I won't lie to you. Like, I have with Messi. This is the problem I have with Messi. Eh? The problem I have with Messi is that, see, yeah, at this point, I'm going to start talking like the script writers <laughs> because I feel, I feel, and it's the truth. And this is something that, this, this is something that most Ronaldo fans will say, but I, I don't support Ronaldo either. Yeah. But like, I would say it out here. I feel FIFA or whoever, <laughs> whoever is doing this, having this battle door, they have a special bias, favoritism towards Messi. Why? The time I actually started noticing this thing was that I think 2019 Ballon d'Or. I think 2019, the one, um, the Ballon d'Or where it was uh, Messi, Van Dyke. Um, Van Dyke. Yes. Nah, nah, nah. They gave Messi that Ballon d'Or because of Copa America. Just Copa America. Nah, nah, nah. Ah. Guy, can you remember? Tell me you can remember. I can remember. I can remember that. But it was the wrong And the only reason why they give Messi that ballon d'or, Messi, Messi did not really do anything that season. The only reason was because of Copa. I think it was Copa America. Yes. Uh, it was. Um, please, if I'm wrong, just let me know. Yeah, I can't remember. I think it was Copa America. I don't know if you won the trophy in back at that season. But like, I just knew that like there was something really. What Messi did that time did not really hold with to Misha, to, to a lot of people, but at the end of the day, he won it, yeah? So, I just, this person now, but let's see. If, if Messi wins it, fine, but I just feel this guy deserves it, yeah. Yeah. Because the, how many times did, how many times do you see people winning trebles? That's, tri- that's what tri- just, Well, what got to his, what got to his hand? This hard. is where tri- I want tri- to even end there. Eh? The people that started this nonsense, it was um what called it? It was um <clears throat> Ballon d'Or, Abizi, FIFA, Abi France. Because the year that Modric won it, eh? I'm not a yeah. Ronaldo fan, but that was obviously Ronaldo's for the taking. This guy had yeah. because Real Madrid won the Champions League then. Ronaldo had yeah. a wonderful season. If I may even had a wonderful yeah. season, but not in Champions League. But yeah. why did Modric win it? Win it? Because he went for that. On the um, walk up, that and for me that was head busting. Now let me even give you a controversial one before we end this podcast. 
I don't even think any of them should win it. Because if you are talking about okay, impact, you might as well uh, give Alvarez. Alvarez well, has well, 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 well. Uh, <laughs> yes, that if you might as well give Alvarez because Alvarez has the treble at the World Cup. So I don't drop my mic. I've dropped mic drop. Alvarez deserves the ballon d'or. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like, well, I think there's something I, I need to educate um listeners on this podcast. The Ballon d'Or is not um, hosted or organized by FIFA. Upuasha, however, that one. It was before, I think, till 2018 uh, or 2017. I think it's still organized by FIFA. It's not. It's organized by France Football. Okay, it's France Football. Okay. France Football Federation. Yeah, so that's why FIFA has their own award, FIFA Best, and there's Ballon d'Or. There are two different awards. Before it was FIFA Ballon d'Or, but now they like I think 2018 or 2017 they separated. There's now FIFA Best where FIFA crowns their own best player, and there's Ballon d'Or where France football crowns the best player. You get me? So people yeah. should be aware of this because so many people don't know this. So many people don't know this, and they mix them up. Yeah, and and that's why Ballon d'Or so the highest goal scorer award. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, the scriptwriters yeah. are at it again. I just, I just have to well, say. The, the reason why people, the reason why people mix it up a lot because I think from twenty, so yeah, this my dates are not really correct here, but like this from two thousand and four to two thousand and eighteen, it was FIFA Ballon d'Or. So, so for the, that span, that period of time, people were used to it being FIFA Ballon d'Or. So that to the extent that when FIFA was no longer there, people do not realize and still held the award with so much esteem, even if FIFA is no longer involved. You guys should do your do your homework. If you, if you think I'm wrong, or if you if you think I'm capping, oh, yeah, use yeah. the hashtag so, 90 so, plus five so people don't know podcast. This, yeah. <laughs> yeah, use the hashtag 90 plus five podcast and yeah. Thank you very much, the stars, for taking out time from your busy schedule to listen to the Nights Plus 5 podcast. We'll have loved to talk about more things, but time is fast spent. I don't even know we spent this much time. Yeah, time just Thank went. you very much. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, bye for now. Stay safe.